Hello everyone and welcome to Artist Date. I'm Pedro Bonato, this is Jana Komarnitska and uh, in this show we talk about our travels, our work as a couple together and as artists and uh, we're right now at a very cool place. It's called Yasmina's B&B by Yasmin of Cairo. We are in Cairo in Egypt and we're doing sort of this um, residency here for two months, which will be the subject of another episode, but today is actually related to, to the fact that we're doing this residency here, because this is a perfect spot for the kind of things that, uh, that we do and the kind of cre uh, content that we've been creating for the last month and change. So uh, I hope this will be a cool episode. How are you doing? And I would recommend uh for people who are listening to the show because it's available as a podcast at least to glance on YouTube to the video version of this episode to see the one of the beautiful corners that we are recording at Yasmina B&B but it's a huge spot and there are a lot of different options like things here uh, happening and we'll talk about them but we also will have a separate as Pedro mentioned separate episode specific about our residency project is our like also artistic work project here but the um, Topic of today's show, like what actually you suggested, to, you brought it up, maybe to talk to interesting how space is influencing your lifestyle and sometimes clarifying things that you want to uh, do and want to go after and makes you actually act and not just like sit and dream. And uh, I was thinking also from perspective of, especially if you know that this space or those conditions are available for limited time for you. So you're really mm. trying to take advantage of it because it would be different. I feel if it was like forever like this, if we're, for instance, we're living all our life in the space like this or for a long, long time, uh, or you kind of assume, oh, I will be here next month, next year, like, you know, like a spot that is always available. And, um, Specifically, we were talking these days and discussing how this spot changed our even like routines, habits and the lifestyle in general because we are traveling a lot, although we go for long-term travel, so we live in places for a long time and of course, if you're not coming just for a week or two as a tourist, if you live in a place, you start developing certain routines and it's not like we are going on vacations, we, every time we travel, we also keep working because that's how we are able to travel. It's the only difference that we don't have a specific home to come back at this point, at least in our life. Uh, but when we got to Yasmina BNB, it was first for like this residency project, which is related to the online classes that we are filming and teaching. Uh, and that's a perfect spot for this project, but it also basically influenced other things and uh, the habits and routines we were doing. And uh, it reminded us this dream and idea of our future home. And I was joking like, yeah, we'll need to have a dance studio. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> <place>. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, so it's, uh, it's interesting. Like to me, I was looking at this from a more, uh, like a slightly different uh, perspective that is a little bit before that because we were like okay we were on a mission here let's say we were always like okay we have this much time to create content and to get into this routine as you're saying so in a way it's sort of like rehearsal for us for whenever we have uh, a place of our own and this is very close to what mm -hmm. we would like to have but I was thinking about when I got here and I saw the space and the light I remembered and I think this would be a little bit unusual in this pod. I think it's the first time, like, you know, I have a 30-something episodes. I'm actually going to read 
I'm going to read um, a poem by Charles Bukowski, I think that's how he pronounced his last name, that is the first thing that I thought here. It's sort of like a cautionary tale because it's about procrastination and the conditions mm -hmm. and stuff. And uh, if, you haven't, uh, if you're not familiar with this uh, poem, I hope you enjoy it. And if you, but if you are, I hope you remember and find it interesting. So, so the poem is called Air and Light and Time and Space by Charles Bukowski. You know, I've either had a family, a job, something has always been in the way. But now I've sold my house, I found this place, a large studio, you should see the space and the light. For the first time, I'm going to have a place and the time to create. No, baby. If you're going to create, you're going to create whether you work 16 hours a day in a coal mine, or if you're going to, you're going to create in a small room with three children while you are on welfare, you're going to create with a part of your mind or your body blown away, you're going to create blind, crippled, demented, you're going to create with a cat crawling up your back while the whole city trembles in earthquakes, bombardments, flood and fire. Baby, air and light and time and space have nothing to do with it. And don't create anything except maybe a longer life to find new excuses for. So this is a sorry for my butchering of the, the of the um, of the poem, but it has always stuck on my mind this idea that you always go oh whenever it's this way, whenever the conditions are perfect, I'm going to perfectly create. Um, and of course, you're going to go a little bit beyond that because. One of the things that I was thinking about, because I always liked this poem as a anti-procrastination hymn. It's like, yeah, it, people create in all sorts of different conditions. Yeah. You do not need the, the perfect ones. And they only create this uh, excuses. Oh, I can't create now because this didn't happen or I don't have this or I don't have that. So that's a cautionary tale from Bukowski for, for us. But at the same time, that's what we saw here, that it's like, Oh God, it's easier if you have a space, if you have a place where you can go and you can do certain things. A place that invite a place, and not only the place itself, but a place metaphorically that invites you to to keep doing it. So that's sort of like the subject. And that's why I wanted to mention uh, Bukowski poem. And I don't know, get your reaction to because we actually haven't talked about it. No, we talked. We actually had uh, a while back. Huh? I think a year ago or so, like episode uh, talking about environment and how it influenced mm -hmm. your process and your work. And I actually was kind of partially disagreeing with that because annoying or not perfect environment, not perfect. Uh, not ideal conditions. Yeah, yeah mm -hmm. they will not help you. The thing is that if you, you've still... If you want to create, you still will create no matter what. It just will be not maybe in that amount or with that ease for you. But if you're not creating anything even in, let's say, bad environment, you will not create anything in good environment neither. So it's not the factor like, oh, can I create something or can I not? Should I wait or not? That's not. But it does help. Like... I knew for a long time, even for me, because we are changing Airbnbs every like few months, let's say, in countries. So whenever we go to some dark, cold, happen to be like apartment, like 
I don't feel like doing anything much, especially <laughs> physical, like as a dancer, like I just don't like I will do. And I'm without travel lifestyle. I feel like I'm practicing pretty uh, consistently, considering that we are pretty much always mm. on the road, more or less for the last few years. But uh, still, like uh, environment will distract or not. It's just um, the thing is that you still will be doing something. But when you're in a bad environment, you will be doing even more. Yeah, but uh, I think the... I think that is when you're optimizing. So it has to find you creating already. Yes. So that's what I was thinking, for example, for us, because uh, we are all, like, I certainly am, like, uh, uh, like guilty of like procrastination on projects and things. Don't you know it? And then, but it's at some point, for example, we sort of like earned the, and not earned, we built the conditions to, okay, we're going to come here and allow ourselves to create under these conditions, like this residency, this boot camp kind of a thing. You know, uh, I think that the preparation for this environment came before. You know, it's not the environment that created the conditions. We created the conditions to take advantage of the environment. Oh, yes, for sure. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah. So yeah. that's sort of like where I was, I was thinking. And also then that also reminded me, because we always think of this, like these conditions, this poem is very powerful. Like you should, I'll put a link to, for it in the, in the show notes of the, of this show. Um, but this idea of, oh, you need all these conditions to, to create right? When you actually don't, and then he gives the examples of you're going to create in different conditions. Then when you see the big um, artists in many categories, and when you see whenever they created the most amazing work was not in ideal conditions. Yes. It was in difficult sure. conditions, you know, like you have, I don't know, like Johann Sebastian Bach with like, I don't know, like 10 kids like running around and he goes and creates some of the most beautiful music that exists. He was not in the Zen place, you know, like, and then I was thinking, okay, wait, wait a second. Of course he was in the mind, you know? So I was thinking of this idea of space and light and time, uh, uh as, uh, something that you can create hmm. on your mind or in your, in your soul, I'd say, or it's a, and it can be a reflection of where you are. Right. So if you are in a place that is already that way, if that can mirror in your internal life. But basically the space is a clutch to the thing that you want to, to create. And also you choosing your space. Um, where your focus and mind is going, because even for us right now, thinking about that, uh, we are in Cairo. And for many, many people who visit Cairo or who live in Cairo, Cairo means very specific lifestyle. Yes. <laughs> when you wake up at 3, 4 p.m. Talk about artists. Yes, like musicians, artistics, dancers. Yes, yeah. yes. You wake up at 3, 4 p.m. Then you have rehearsals, meetings, shows from 7 p.m. till like... 7 p.m. it's already like some meetings, maybe projects, rehearsals. The actual show is closer to 10, 11 p.m. Throughout the whole night, so you're working until 5, 6 a.m. And for people who are not working, who are visiting, they go like to watch these shows, to 
like I'm also talking of course about artists like dancers musicians like you are still in the community or you have a meeting but other person who lives here they have this light night lifestyle so you get in this lifestyle too and uh, then at 7 8 a.m you finally go to sleep and till 4 so basically the hottest part of the day you basically sleep through at your apartment and see the end of the sunset whenever you You're wake vampires. up all art is your vampires and that could have been our reality too because uh, there are a lot of things projects and uh, uh, this pops up oh let's this show this meeting or this project let's go see people meet people etc but i kind of feel like we are still living or we're not still because in july we were living very late night yes. life because of festivals that we have been talking before but then once we came here and i was really looking for this time and knowing that it will be different schedule and it's not going to be Cairo nightlife uh, time zone <laughs> yes. it will be different time zone and uh, now it's like choosing choosing the space choosing the environment that's where we live like for now that's the focus and then it's not like only that like we are trying to find the the balance between like working things and like the regime that we have for ourselves in terms of our work creation and uh, taking advantage of using facilities of this spot and also kind of exploring Cairo but it's kind of choosing where your focus is right now at this moment at least yeah yeah and it's um so this brings another element that we were like talking about like even earlier today that is this how much you want to have it structured in a specific way and how much you want it to be spontaneous mm -hmm. and uh, i think in a way the whenever you have the the good a good landscape like we have here right now for like physical landscape and for for creation and or when you have a good like landscape in your mind how to balance the whatever spontaneously happened because this is a characteristic of the lifestyle here too things will yes. appear like in other places like i guess it's both uh, like a blessing and a curse here but like for example we're recording this on a wednesday yesterday i discovered that i'm actually performing at this uh, event on saturday and there is rehearsals on friday but that's and in that's advance. in advance already <laughs> like that's usually they find out on the day of the event sometimes a few hours before and as much as you discover that you're going to have it may be canceled and the stuff that like they're not directly related to what i'm doing right now but it is related to things that i want to be doing so you don't want to close the door to those yes. uh to those opportunities and at the same time you don't want the again the environment dictating what you want what you're going to do Right. So it's uh, it has been kind of an interesting uh, experience uh, thinking about like seeing how to how to deal with those things. Yeah, It's kind of like you want to take advantage of the flow, but you don't want to be carried away by the flow. You still want to choose your direction. Yeah, yeah I think for me, like the main sort of interesting struggle and excitement is uh, 
combining the personal like training and our recording schedule about recordings we'll talk uh, in the another episode about the residency specifically but um taking advantage of the fact that i have a dance studio literally right here and i ha didn't have it since toronto since we lived in canada because there in our apartment we had a dance studio but only now i realized like how much i didn't really take full advantage mm. of it because it was always sort of there or we lived there for what five or six years in that apartment no no four no 2014 to 19 yeah five five yeah. years um and uh, now i know like oh i will have like for one month we already lived here the another month uh, coming and then after the festivals that we talked in the previous episodes check them out if you haven't uh, have no idea what i'm talking about i was literally looking forward to having time and space to actually work on that material on all that yeah. material and i knew that we will be in this mini so for me it was like oh yeah i can process this material i can work on my own like uh, uh skills uh, dance uh, explorations and for our work project like your part of the work after we do recording is to edit video it's afterwards for me it's before i need to prepare what exactly yeah. we are recording for the dance classes so it was all this combination plus upcoming a couple more like festivals events so it's preparing for my performances so uh for me it felt like really cool to have the sensation that i wake up in the morning and i like waking up super early to do my training i like to start my day with it if i can if it doesn't happen like okay once in a while but if i can i would do it daily like that so i wake up wake up usually early like at 6 a.m the Which time Cairo, it's basically as if you're waking up at 3 a.m no it's like <laughs> for people no they go to sleep at yes. 6 a.m and yes. i wake up usually at 6 a.m I do training, which usually it's uh, long. I'm really taking advantage here. Like, okay, I can do this, this, and this, and this. I'm not in a rush. I don't need to free the studio in one hour. I don't need to. That's why another reason why I like to wake up earlier. So I feel like, oh, it's still like 10, 11 a.m. It's just the beginning of the day. But I did. A I feel like I did already a lot, and I don't feel like it, it takes sort of in con gets in conflict with other things that may be happening during the day. Um, then there are recordings. So usually it's another, depends on the day, sometimes yes, sometimes no, but it can be up to like two, two hours, often physical activity for me. And sometimes there is other things that show up because I still want to explore Cairo uh, dance classes in Cairo, which are very interesting. It's different scene than the festivals. And those classes also very often, sometimes you know about them in advance and that you can kind of plan, but sometimes they're spontaneous, like they're on spot and you never know like what kind of classes it will be, which is another characteristic of like Cairo. It's a lot of unpredictability in lives of people uh, and how, how things happen. They are very spontaneous. So sometimes you get carried away with this flow and I remember one day, I, I literally did not realize it, but I ended up having like nine hours of very active mm. physical activity in a day, which was not even planned really. But I started with my routine, then we did recording, and then was an event that I thought would be more or less like chill, or I just want to take a look, check it out. And then it ended up like four hours, very intense physical activity there too. Um, and then there are like other things and opportunities that usually for people here they start really late at night it's like yes. 10 p.m it's a normal time for a meeting or let's go closer to 11 midnight meet somewhere it's a normal thing there yes. but then i was also like if i 
first of all, if I want to wake up next day at 6, it's not going to happen. But yeah. sometimes I already awake since 6 a.m. They awake since 4. I'm awake six, six, since 6 and I did all this physical activity. So by 10, 11, I'm already, <laughs> my battery is slowly dying. <laughs> like, yeah. And it kind of gives us a feeling, very strange feeling that I'm not living in Cairo. I'm living in different time zone. What's going on? <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's one of those things that is because of whatever mindset you have. It will give it. You are literally living in, not literally, but you are living in a way in a different space. Like when you, uh, for example, I have uh, my sister likes to run and she wakes up super early to go run. Her mindset and her like um, conditions of like life and work will be completely different than not like me or another person. Like uh, even if we're in the same city, basically, we talked about this before. I mm -hmm. think the Carlos Castaneda idea that you live in different worlds, even in the same uh, in the same city. But um, I don't know. I was just uh, thinking of because coming back to Bukowski, like I was thinking, how much uh, we want the ideal conditions to be there so that we can do work and then we don't do it. But at the same time, in our case, I was thinking where he is wrong, because he's a writer. Hmm. Uh, for you, okay, you can, you can exercise anywhere, you can dance anywhere, but it's easier if you have a mirror in front of you, if you have a big space. Even what you were talking about, like, um, uh, like you were telling about creating choreographies like you used to create choreographies that were like using the space a little bit using less space because where you're creating was a little bit smaller yeah. and then how when you go to studio it becomes bigger and i was thinking i remembered um speaking of spaces where you do things um of course adversity will be a good thing to 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 creation because it will develop interesting muscles but i was remembering a tennis player that is not active anymore uh Ani Ivanovic from serbia and how I remember like watching her play tennis and she's like contemporary with the Novak Djokovic. If you're a tennis nerd, you'll know these names. But she basically is a Serbian tennis player. And she used to have very compact strokes, like her uh, forehand and backhand. They're very compact and small. And she would do like, she would stay close to the baseline. If you don't know what I'm talking about, basically she has a very confined space in the court. Mm -hmm. Like she was not running around like the, like the Spanish players, for example, do as a style. Mm -hmm. And then she would, uh, but then I discovered that when she was young in Serbia, she was actually practicing side uh, emptied swimming pool. So they didn't have a normal so court? So she did not have a normal court, so she had to go, they were improvised like, like, like playing against the wall inside the swimming pool. So of course she doesn't have space, so that's how she practiced and that's how she solved the problems in the court. That is to be more economical, which was to her advantage mm -hmm. in a way. But then um, when you think about the big, like the big, like just to keep the example of tennis, but like it can be anything. When you are already, when you're already past the procrastination phase of beginning projects and beginning work, the environment where you, you're in, it makes a difference. And where I sort of disagree with Bukowski too, it's like if you're a photographer and you're doing, you're taking photos of pretty things in pretty places, you need pretty things in pretty places. So the environment needs to exist for the to, photo to exist. Or you need to find a way to see prettiness in whichever environment yes, you are. Yes, but that's a compromise. Yeah. Like, that's a different exercise. So as he said, so he's not wrong. He said, yes, you, you, like, you will create no matter what conditions, but you will create different things. Yes. 
So it's sort of like preparing this canvas with some restrictions, but trying to, as soon as you get into the creation groove, trying to strive to get it uh, better. But I think that this particular space has influenced not only me, just the fact that there is the studio, literally than studio, and very pretty environments for us to record a concert, it also influenced you too? Oh, for sure, yeah, like that's, that's what I'm saying, like I wanted to bring Bukowski back because it was, it has always been something that was on my mind, that it's like, oh, if you are uh, uh, not doing something, like don't blame your environment, but then I was like, we were always in different environments that had different inputs, and then staying here, for example, I started practicing like drumming way more consistently and I also started like actually felt the urge to share a lot more work mm -hmm. and that started a process of uh, like me treating this not as like let's say a business um, like residency like okay we're doing things for um, the owner here like uh, some like uh, promotional materials we're doing stuff for the club we're doing training for you but it's like hmm, i think i'm going to treat this as my residency my and then it, this was something that but again it's not about the space it's about the mindset but i had the idea here so it has to do with the, the space <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it was um, quite quite interesting to um, to like and the problem is that the regular trap for most people I see that, for example, photographers, they go like, oh, I need to have this in order to, this equipment in order to take photos. Then it's like, no, you don't. No, you don't. Like, it's better if you do for certain things. But what people usually don't consider is that having that equipment is usually, unless you bought it to, like, you're really good and you bought it to invest on your, on your future, but, like, it's, you earned it by doing all the work. So you already know how to use something and then you build on top. And I think like for drumming, sort of, it's not about equipment because the gear is very, very simple. Um, but there is an element, oh, when I have this thing, then I'll be able to do that. Uh, it exists everywhere and that's an interesting trap. Yeah, it definitely exists everywhere. Even like for dancers, like, oh, when I, I don't have space, so I can't practice. And that's not really a true because, yeah, of course I was just now like, talking oh I, right now i have a dance studio which makes you appreciate it so much like having a proper space and ex ex access to this proper space and especially if it's literally you open your bedroom and you're right there so you can use it uh, like whenever you you're here but at the same time sometimes having it available anytime you want and being able to use it whenever you want to use it makes it worse because you always think oh later later i do this and then yeah. i'll do this i had this in toronto now it's more like this realization also how much i missed it and that i will in a month i will not have it i probably will aim for some variation of it but even before that like for last four years that we have been traveling that i didn't have studio at my disposal daily it was only we were renting to film already, but I need to prepare what to film and I need to prepare my stuff and I need to train myself. And there was always like solutions and we were always like checking Airbnb, like, you know, okay, is there a little corner I can use? And then you find solutions, you use uh, TV reflection, you use window reflection, maybe there is a mirror like partially like on the back. So you still will, and that's the indicator you still will create no matter what, if your mindset is in the creation. 
Because if you're just looking at excuses, oh, I don't have opportunity, I cannot do it, uh, whatever, I don't have a mirror to see myself, you don't need, you put a camera and you check yourself, so like, after each session or after like every half an hour, like you look, check, I don't know, your arms, your shimmies, whatever you're practicing, like dance-wise, if it's about dance. And the same in any other art forms, like there's always solutions if you want. So it is not about space, but space does influence. It just yeah. should not dictate whether you do or not do things. Exactly. It should be a tool, not a reason. Yeah, yeah, it should, yeah. It should not be. It doesn't have. It cannot be a requirement. Yes. Like, you yeah. should not wait for it. Yes, yes. And uh, if you're diligent, you hopefully get the chance to actually do so. Um, yeah, and also the last thing I wanted to mention is how, at least for us, like at this moment in life, we we, we talked about the idea that we want what we want in a house when we have a house, right? So here is very close to what we. Uh, which is also one of the things that I really enjoyed in the process here too, is that, so this place is actually like, um, like a bed and breakfast, right? So it's like, it's a, it's a, it's, it's, it's a house, it's a hotel, like it's a, but it's, it's a, a very place. specific one. Uh, it, that's what I'm going to say. It's not just for everyone. The idea is for artists, for dancers, for it's, it was created by a dancer, by a photographer, which is why she was able to create this, uh, uh, this place. But my point is I really enjoyed uh, something I, I thought about doing for a long time, which is I, let me promote the companies that I believe in. Mm. You know, like, oh, I believe in this company, so let me try to promote this. And in this case, it's a very clear example that it's not just like influencer content. Let me tell you that this is nice because we're being paid. It's like something that we pursued and we really enjoyed the, 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 the place and I wanted to see succeed. And I think that's one of those things that I'm like leaning towards in my own work, like let me find the companies that do the stuff that I would like to see more of. Yeah, companies or individuals. Yeah, like, yes, like, of yeah. course, like I'm saying whatever projects, mm -hmm. let's say, but usually they are in a business setting, right? I'm talking in that sense. Or even if it is like a non-profit or things like that, I think that would be interesting too. So, uh, but at the, and at the same time, another thing we've been doing, and we, we came to this talk many times throughout the, the episodes that we're talking the idea of home or what people basically, they are trying, always trying to renovate things in the house as like to have some project in the house to stay away from the kids and the wife or whatever. And in our case, we have these... Uh, and all, or those people, they dream of the idea of travel, right? And then uh, for us, it's sort of like, okay, we're traveling and we dream the idea of a house, right? It's like, oh, let's get what, what would be the cool conditions to have in a place to have the best version of a home of what we consider to be a home, yeah. right? And that exercise actually through our travels where we were able to... Okay, we lived a few months in each place at least like usually we stay at least a month mm -hmm. so and sometimes even more and i was even telling you like one of the things that got to me that i thought was very were very cool especially here in cairo is that we actually have projects here we have people we have work here have demands here from local people and that environment is really cool and then having seen all these different houses in different countries because the architecture is different yes. in different places their solutions to problems is different. It kind of gives this idea of whenever we come up with our uh, our own uh, house, which hopefully will be featured in one episode of Artist Date, as they say here, inshallah, soon. Uh, so, anything else? No, I think just uh, 
go for it whatever you're procrastinating or whatever you're dreaming and then think how you can either change environment or change your mindset <laughs> yes and hopefully a combination of both yes right so on that note i'm pedro bonato this is yana komarnitska this has been artist date um if you are watching us on youtube don't forget to subscribe to the channel like uh, leave a comment. If you have questions for us, we are happy to reply. You can follow us on social media. If you are listening to us on Spotify, I invite you to go to our social media or to YouTube and check it out, this place, because it's really cool. There will be a full episode talking about our projects here in the residency later. But as for now, we just wanted to give this little tease. And as the light's going out, the sun is setting here in Cairo, and we are at this space, we hope that you are in a great mind space, that you are hopefully in a cool physical space and whatever place you are not, try to find a good place for you. Well, on this note, either good night or good morning to some of you. <laughs> <laughs> or in Cairo, both at the same time. <laughs>